Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Thunder Chats, here with another word from our sponsors, BetOnline.ag. The only people that get off this time of year are pro athletes and us at BetOnline. With NFL, bowl season, and NBA in full swing over the holidays, BetOnline isn't taking a second off to make sure you have all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and info. BetOnline has all the sports wagering info available you need with both desktop and mobile access. Head there today to get into the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's capital letters BLEAV, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we are back for another episode of Topic Thunder. We are on our weekly schedule, finally, uh, Tuesdays and Fridays on YouTube, which means if your podcaster will be on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So welcome in to the first weekly podcast. I am joined today by two lovely hosts. We'll start in uh, my top right corner of my screen, Jerry, Champagne Jerry, drinker of bubbles, Jerry. You were talking a little bit before the, the live. Uh, I said, keep it, save it. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give you I'll give you a 30-second intro. We'll get into more of it, but I want to get to everybody. So, Jerry, real quick, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Um, That's good. Very per- perplexed. Um, mm-hmm. Feel kind of dirty. Um, like mm-hmm. I just got out of a like trucker stripper club um it's just yeah i'm not i'm not i'm happy but it's it's weird like i'm happy but i'm not it feels like my wedding day what wait <laughs> i don't know i just I had to know, you guys just... off. i'm just messing i'm just messing. okay I just sorry Andrea. Yeah. yeah i was like geez louise dude Okay, well, hey, we'll end on that. <laughs> so, uh, all right, see y'all. Alex, see y'all Friday. Alex, well, I was gonna just, I just wanted to intro to Alex, uh, because he was the other guy you heard. Alex Roy, I got it. Alex Roy underscore NBA. Alex, how are you doing from the Batmobile? Hey, man, we're number one. We're number one. We are number one, the one seed. And there's a lot of different ways I thought about starting this, this, uh, podcast today um we can get into the game in a second i don't think i think all of us collectively before this win happened we're we're like let's not talk a lot about this game we have a lot of other things to talk about uh but i still do want to start with how we ended up at the one seed because i think it's very kind of funny in a in a way so uh if, if you were paying attention to the nba yesterday uh a lot happened uh first was the joel and b game where he dropped 70 points, and I promise this is leading to where the, the point. Um, great game from him, you know, on the anniversary of Kobe's 81-point game, too. Very great. Um, we should have, we should have then, had Cone's brother on here, Ryband. We should have. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah, shout not. out Ryan. He was probably going apeshit, but 
as as he should have because Joel Embiid scored 80, uh, 70 points. Uh, but then the reason I'm bringing that up is because then at the same time as he dropped 70, Cat had 44 in the half, three made threes, uh, tied the season high uh, for anybody this season. And it was like, oh, there's going to be another 70-point game uh, against the Hornets. And it was like, okay, it's the Hornets. That makes sense. You cut to the fourth quarter. Cat's like chucking up everything, basically just trying to get to 70. My theory is that he knew Joel had 70 and wanted to also do it. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. That that that, uh, is, that is true. That is true. Okay, I I, haven't, I didn't look at they it said afterwards. That at but... halftime, at halftime of the Timberwolves game, uh, they were telling the coaches to tell them what uh, Joel Embiid had scored. Yeah, so I think <laughs> I think that's kind of funny because Cat is like just chucking it up, not really playing to win. He's just like, I want my points, and it ended up costing him the game. He was like minus sixteen in the fourth quarter. Uh, two of 10 or something like that crazy. I tweeted it out. Um, but the reason that's important was because the Minnesota Timberwolves lost the Charlotte Hornets pretty much because of that. Like, yep. like they were feeding him way too much. Cuts it today. We're half a game back. We're playing today and tomorrow. The two worst, you know, teams in the ish. Western Conference. ish. Yeah. And we came into this game being like, that's a win. We're going to get the one seed. And then Alex, very astutely, pointed out in his uh, his preview uh, that it's very much a trap game, and it kind of was because uh, listen, I I didn't I I'll be honest, I didn't watch any of the game today. I tweeted it out today as I walked in the door. I walked in the door, turned on my Bali Sports app on my iPhone as the J Dub post game interview was happening. That's like, it was like that as soon as I got home. So um, I'm a little bit frustrated about that because I don't like hosting when I haven't watched it, but I'll do my best. I did ask for people to give me a five word recap and I'll mention some of those throughout the stream. But um, yeah, it was not a fun game. And so I'll leave it guys to you because this is where I, I don't have a lot of information. I don't want to pretend like I do. Um, it was a very bad game that just happened to end in a win. And that's all I know so far. So just kind of piggybacking off what you said um, in setting up where we're at now. Um, so Cat, he scored what, 60 or 62? 62, I believe 62. is where he ended up. Guess mm-hmm. what his plus minus was? Well, I know the fourth, it was like minus 16. So it had to not be very good. <laughs> Zero. How yep. the hell do you score 62 points and your plus minus is Zero. How does how do I was saying this I was saying this on our group chat? How do you score sixty two points and lose to the Charlotte Hornets? That's I mean, crazy. Yeah. I mean that's I mean that's that's selfishness. That's uh, you know yeah. Chris Finch ripped into his players and good for him. Oh yeah, because you can't be the type of team that you want to be playing that way, Mm-mm. playing oh, yeah. very immaturely. Uh, playing for individual stats, not necessarily team stats. And look, I get it, man. 60 points does not happen all the time. That is not something that, you know, that most players can say that they've gotten. But in this situation, when you're looking at the Thunder, the Nuggets, the Clippers, all up on your ass trying to get up into the, you know, rising in in, in, in seating in the Western Conference, you cannot do that against a team like Charlotte. 
Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, man, like that, I just wanted to go ahead and say that because I, I thought it was amazing that 62 points, zero on the plus minus. Yeah, well, I think it's it's kind of funny because I, I made a tweet the other day talking about, you know, uh, Ant's kind of deflection on their own performance whenever they lost to us, you know, talking about Shea gets all these free throws, you can barely touch him, da 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 and then whenever I think he can't get any stupider, he opens his mouth post game and says, we were trying to get him a hundred. Um, and that's why I said that this team is not wanting to truly win no. stuff. Like their mindset is just not in the right place. Um, good, good for the coach. Good for Finch for cussing them out. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, I was thinking about this earlier. If I was their head coach, what would I make him do in practice the next day? Like I, I, I dead ass might not even talk to him at all. I might just walk in and be like, do whatever the fuck you guys are going to do. I'll see y'all later. All right. Just I mean, you didn't call him selfish and immature. So it's like, yeah, yeah do whatever you want to do. You yeah. Know? Like just to go prove a point. And, um, I mean, thankfully, you know, it, it, it worked out in our favor tonight. Um, yeah. but you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just not a big fan of these, high scoring um, individual numbers. I'm just not a big fan of them. Um, yeah. Do they lead to, lead to wins? Sure. Sometimes they do, but usually, yeah. But for the most part, it's just, it, it's not fun basketball. Like even if someone's hot, like it's just not fun basketball. I can only think of one time when it was actually fun. And that's whenever clay dropped 37 and that, what was it? Second or third quarter, you know, went perfect from the field that oh, whole okay. quarter and dropped 37. Like that, that was fun. You can't, uh, you can't you can't be on a you can't be on a thunder podcast and mention Clay yep. dropping whatever like <laughs> I know I I get I, it I, I, I get it it's like Voldemort for a second yeah I'm sorry I'm sorry but you know it's it's yeah they I, I'm just not a big fan of their 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 game um I don't think the I think the Wolves started out hot um I think that they beat some very good teams just as much as we have um but when you just stack these teams up you know from I'm not, I'm not even going to say skill level wise all the way. To, well, yeah, if you, if you want to kind of encapsulate it all together, um, I think we're more ready. And last night kind of proved that. And tonight kind of proved it, you know, in our favor that we're more ready. We're more mentally <laughs> tough. We're more, um, can adapt quicker than, than the wolves. Um, but yeah, we're, we're the number one seed. And yes. That is, yeah, it's freaking awesome. I screenshot it on my phone for memories. I can't wait to look back on this in 10 years and be like, man, I remember that night. Um, and mostly because I feel like a dirty whore right now. Um, <laughs> I feel disgusting. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe Chauncey was right there trying to call the timeout. I mean, you, you, you saw it, you know. And I don't think Brogdon tries to dribble the ball again if he didn't think Can you that set that up, Jerry, like what, what do you mean by that? That time I I'm coming from someone who's yeah. watched the game. So, yeah. So, um, I think it was dub, um, hit a jumper, put us. Okay. So Simmons hits the three. Yeah. Hit, Simmons three. Hit, late, hit a three. Late fourth. Yep. Dub, we dub go down, quick, get a quick, yeah. yep. Quick jumper. They take the ball out. We're kind of trapping in the corners and trying to keep the ball out of Anfordy's hands is what we're trying to do. We're just trying to force the ball into someone else's hands. So Brogdon, um, Brogdon gets, yeah, Brogdon's about half court. Um, 
gets trapped by Shay and Dort, I believe, um, on the side. And um, from what it looked like whenever he picked up his dribble, uh, Chauncey was trying to call the timeout. Um, to me, it looked like it. I, I'm really actually excited to watch or see a two-minute, last two-minute report tomorrow. Um, so Chauncey doesn't get the timeout. Brogdon ends up dribbling again after he'd already picked up his dribble. The initial call was a double dribble, of course. Um, Chauncey is livid, um, absolutely livid during that. Um, ends up so, about so we're down on our by side. one at this point. We're down yep. by one, right? We're down right. by one. Yep, we're down by one. So Chauncey um, is Go livid. He's on our side of the floor. You know, like that's how far he is talking to the refs. First ref gives him a T. He's kind of perplexed, and you see it on his face. Like that was a man filled with rage right at that moment. Like if if he could have punched somebody and got away with it, he would have done it. Because um, that was, I mean, just, I mean, I've coached elementary ball before, but like if that happened to me, oh my god, like. Hide the puppies, hide the kittens, hide everything. I'm punting them across the yard uh, after the game. But um, so he comes out even further to go talk to the other ref, which I think is the head officiator or official on the crew. Um, has his his fist clenched up, has a really just kind of crazy look in his eyes, and he gets teed up again, um, which he gets tossed out of the game at that point. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of bring everything down. Scotty Brooks gets Chauncey out to the tunnel. Um, and then we get Shea on the line for the technical free throws. And um, you know, Shea and Tex. Dude. He made this and, one. And I'll, I'll, no, yeah, I'll talk he about, missed the first one. No, yeah. yeah oh, okay. The I saw they, they tied. I thought he had just one tech. Okay. I did not know that. No, so no. A double tech, you get so two free right throws, now. and then you still get the ball back. Is in it, you know, what ends up happening. So he, okay. he misses the first one. I about shit myself. Um, makes the second mm-hmm. one and we get the ball back. Um, I think we had to take it out underneath their basket, if I'm remembering right. Um, that was like all a blur. Um, I mean, it was 15 I, seconds left, so yeah, yeah. I think I, we had to take it underneath, underneath their basket, so oh, that's where this... the initial call happened from, right? Mm-hmm. And we had to go yes. full court down, okay? So we go full court down the court. Um, Dub has you can tell it's like. Yeah, Dub had yeah, the I, whole I way. didn't see you this play. Tell, yeah, yeah, you, you can tell that it was trying to get a setup for Shea. Um, credit to the Blazers, they switched pretty quickly and kind of forced uh, Dub left. Well, they didn't read the rest of the scouting report because Dub loves going left. Um, that's his left. shit. Um, so he goes left, pulls up, sinks the jumper. Two seconds um, left. Yeah, with two seconds left, that puts us up by. 111, uh, two at that point. Yep. Put, put us up at two at that point. Uh, Scott Brooks calls a timeout. Um, love you, Scott. Um, they get the ball at half court. They actually drew up a pretty damn good play um, right there to, to end that. That was a really, I mean, if, if that's a little bit higher, Aiden's probably making that. Um, so they throw a lob to the basket from the side out and Shea intercepts it. And that is ball game. Um, where I want to emphasize why I feel dirty, um, it's because I, I wholeheartedly believe that Chauncey Billups called that timeout. I mean, you you know where you're at in the game as a head coach. Mm-hmm. You were on your part of the floor right there. And that's just a really cruddy way to lose a game. 
you know, just that yeah. is absolutely cruddy. Or to um, win a game. Or to win a game. Yeah, either way. Yeah. And um, as much as I'm elated about it, it just really still feels weird. Um, I can say the one thing that uh, kind of gave me a little bit of joy at it. Um, I think I saw Mark actually smile a little bit. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a sarcastic, like smart ass smile whenever Dub and the team were going back to the bench because uh, the Blazers called their final timeout right there. Um, but yeah, that was just a, a hell of an ending. Um, I, don't, I don't even know where to give us credit at. You know, um, we should have Gosh. been up a lot more points. Say that again. All, all, all the credit goes to Shea. It, well, yeah, it's definitely Shea, but just, you know, you're, you're speaking from like team basketball. Mm-hmm. Kenny and Wiggs, without them tonight, we're not even yep. in this game. Um, it was just, it was just a really badly, I, I, I think it was a poorly shot game. Um, yeah. And our Especially turnover. Yeah. And our turnover. Or excuse me, 48% from the field, 30% from yep. three. Not good. Yeah, sixty-four percent from the line. That's, yeah, that's which is crazy. Terrible. Yeah. Here's here's my read on the game. So so number one, um, a lot of Portland's vets played in this game. Brogdon, Aiton, um, Simon, Grant. They all, yeah, Grant. They all played in this game, um, and they all played well. And so I think this was a game set up to where they remembered the last time they came to Oklahoma City and they lost by sixty-two. They remembered that. And so they came out with nothing to lose, and they played that way. They played loose. Scoot finally had a good game that I saw. Um, and yeah. I think, you know, I think that, that caught us, not necessarily off guard, but again, we just beat this team by 62. Are they going to, you know, you come into this game thinking you're the shit. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, we beat them by 62, and we, and we beat them by 43 the previous game before that. So to say that you're scared to say that you're nervous about this team, not at all. So they came out and they were overplaying passes. They were, you know, their defense was not sound. Uh, They were shooting, like you said, horribly from the field as far as they did good from the, from field goal range. I mean, from two point range, but three pointers and free throws where you need to concentrate a little bit more. They did horribly there. Um, And so that basically got us to the point where we were at, we were down the entire game. And we were having the battle the entire game. Like, I was watching this game, and I was like, I did not want this game to turn out like this. Regardless of whether we win or lose, this had all the markings of, like, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony-led teams. This was playing down to your competition, allowing them to stick around, and then having to do miraculous plays at the end or, or you know, need the refs to help you out in order to win. Is it a win? Yes. Do I feel bad? Hell no. Uh, am I happy that we're the number one seed? Hell yeah. You know, because, you know, as bad as it happened to Portland, it's happened to us in the past, and it will likely happen to us in the future when we get screwed by the rest on the call. Um, and so yeah. you take yeah. these as they come, and SGA had a great game, you know, 33 points. Um, Dub had a good game. Fourth well, quarter Dub really did. Yeah. Not yeah, really. You know? not Shooting there. wise. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth quarter dub was not there. He was Jalen Williams in the fourth quarter until that last, you know, those last two shots. And then he turned into dub. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Wiggins had a great game. 
Other than that, everybody else had a subpar game. They had an I game. Even even Kenrich, he played good, but he was a minus eighteen. Like defensively, he was not. You know, he was not doing well. I think Aiton's size, uh, Duat's yeah. size was kind of tough bo- matchups. Oh, I'm sorry, Reese's side was kind of uh, yep. kind of bothering mm-hmm. him a little bit. Makes and sense. So, you know, more of the game, more more of more of the of the reason why we probably need a big in this trade deadline. Just somebody that can go in there, back up, you know, back up Chet, give us, provide us with those big man minutes, you know, whenever he's not in there. Uh, because unfortunately, Kenny and Jalen, they're a little bit small. Um, yeah, I I think that all makes sense based off what I'm seeing in the stat line. Um, I wanted to um, jump in to introduce a special guest with us today. Oh, okay. um, please, please welcome uh, surprise guest, uh, Maddie Bowles. Maddie Mullins. What's Matty up? Hey, hey, if we lost We're this not game, expecting. he yeah no. If he if we lost this game, he's half a bottle of deep in bourbon right now. Not <laughs> talking to us, by the way. He's probably there just a quarter go. bottle. In. <laughs> yeah, there he's at, yeah. There you go. See, we we knew. So, Maddie, uh, we've talked a little bit about the game already before you jumped in. Um, but what what's your like your sixty second? What what you saw tonight? We are number one no matter if you like it but then sit down and write it like we are <laughs> we are the one seed it doesn't matter how we got there it's the yep. nba it's not always pretty um i know that we are healthy and we're playing up against the, a squad that's you know played down um but the pistons even have given people trouble of late like mm-hmm. uh, um you know there, there are teams in turmoil. The Bucks just fired their coach today, uh, and they're a a contender. There's a lot potentially under the surface for that, but the vibes are immaculate here in Thunder Nation. Like we are, yes, we are just doing our thing, winning games that we're supposed to, even though we played down to our competition. I'm hype, and this team's only going to get better, and we might get some reinforcements here in a week or so. To, to tighten up some of our holes. I think this team's say, arrived. <laughs> no, resume. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this team's arrived. This team has arrived. I mean, hey, yeah. the last time the last time we were the number one seed, we were playing down to our competition like this. So we back, baby. We're back. You, <laughs> you know the last time that we were the number one seed, guys? 2014. 2014? 2014 was the last time that we were the one seed. Ten years yeah, later, yeah, we're, wow. we're, we're, yeah, we're brother. About what what's crazy Dom is, in the chat. I see uh, you. How's it going? Forty. I think it's uh, uh, forty-three games in, and I think we're right there right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Give or take. That was game four. You know, that was game forty-three. Was it really? Yeah. So over forty-three games in, we're back. And then what's funny is, um. Golly, just the NBA looked completely different back then. I mean, now we have the Wolves and the Nuggets, and they used to get just twomped on uh, back then. So twomped, what a word, twomped. Yeah, love that. Um, um, so, so I had a, I had a desperate tweet I sent out uh, today when I walked in my door as I, as the game was ending, and I just said, um, "Give me five words or less at what happened." And uh, shout out to people who, who did. There was a lot of you. I appreciate that. So I just want to give a few of them that I liked. Um, 
the this one comes from uh, at twelfth man in more. Uh, he says, "Looked bad, but good now." It was, I thought that was very that was very caveman like it's almost very like down a, to the point. It's almost like a haiku. Mm -hmm. It was great. Um, this one is uh, that team is a good team, which is one word, especially when they get second word calls like that. So that's his five words. Uh, so shout out at the Rod Meister for that. Uh, and just a couple other ones. Billups ejected. Dub gets W. Uh, I think that's a good recap based off what nice. I heard today. And then uh, J Mother F and Dub. This is another one from uh, Logan Wagoner. And that last one came from Vulgar Knight. That is five words. Shout out, you guys. Uh, Logan Meyer also um, just did a gif of like a guy holding a book on fire, ostrich running through an office, chaos happening. It's basically just chaos. So Get, um, every gif that's my analysis. equal to five words. That's what I said. I said, and I, I was like, GIF is better. That, that, that works even better for me. So um, that's my analysis of the game um, besides just the box score. So I appreciate you all uh chiming in on that um we let me finish with this and because we uh, we didn't talk about the minnesota game that happened since we've been on a podcast which of these games felt like take out the one now that the one seed all that which of these wins despite being wins were more icky because oh, that one. minnesota game was a rock fight oh yeah sure. yeah so so that minnesota game was what you're gonna see in the in the playoffs yeah this one was just a nasty Tuesday in January uh, where you don't come out with, you know, come out with everything in your in your arsenal and you still somehow get the victory because you're just that much better than the other team. But the Minnesota game, that is definitely the better one of the two, uh, because I think that's how games are going to be won in the playoffs. Yeah, I totally agree on that. And um, yeah, that's like. It was weird that you just said that, Alex, because I got like a little bit of chills whenever you said that. Uh, mm. They were the better team and still find a found a way to win. Um, my, my voice does that to people. Yeah, <laughs> well, it wasn't your voice; it was your words. Eargasms with uh, that mellow accent. <laughs> yeah, Moles uh, is so but, much louder. I don't know what's going on there. Because he eats his mic. He's <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm hungry. We didn't do, uh, we yeah, didn't do audio checks messing. before him. I'm, I'm messing rules. No, but but it's it's just weird to hear that because it's actually believable right now. Like I've been saying mm -hmm. it for like the last what six years, um, even though we've been just straight dog shit at times. Um, but now to actually believe it is 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 kind of cool. Um, I said kind of. It's really cool. We championship, baby. Um, not to end on a sour note. I I was gonna we're gonna get into the all star. Um, all-star predictions for the starters uh, in a minute. But before we get there, um, I do want to mention Shea a little bit because uh, I think Alex mentioned he was kind of the saving grace in that second half. He ended up with 33, um, but it was on 10 and 24 shooting. So it's pretty, yeah. pretty inefficient for a Shea game. Um, and just really quickly while we were talking, I looked up his last four games since this uh, West Coast road trip. Um, he's shooting 54% on the, or 55% uh, from the field, 33 from deep this year, but his last, um, four games, not including today, cause that's not in uh, basketball reference yet. He's shooting 46% on 18 attempts and 17% from three on three attempts. And so then if you add in today, his 10 of 14 and O of three, it's not been good. And, uh, 
I, I wonder about that. I wonder he if that's he, he the tired, of adjustment. No, and see, the I don't. That's the other thing is if he's tired. His free yeah, throws no, have been down too. I think it's, that it's, he's been getting, up. no, he's been getting defense's best fucking looks. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you notice, they're, they've been putting a lot of fresh legs on him. Um, lots and lots of fresh legs on him. It's there has not been a game, probably this season, to be honest with you, where a player has guarded him from the inception to the game to the ending. Um, and I'm not talking about like your normal backup rotations. I'm talking like I'm going to go throw everything in the kitchen sink at him. Um, yeah. So I yeah. think that, that that makes it really, really, really <laughs> tough when you have somebody with fresh legs on you and you're, you know. 28 minutes into a game and you've got another six to play. Um, but I also think that um, he, if, if you, if you really look um, at times tonight, I think was a great example of that. Um, the looks that he was trying to get um, weren't the best looks um, very contested shots. He put himself in a bunch of really just screwed up positions um, caught in the air a couple of times and just kind of had to heave one up. Um, and this isn't me like digging at Shea at all. Cause I think players go through that, mm-hmm. right? You go through a run like he had for the prior 10 games and you're just like, yeah, I could toss anything up. It's going to go in. All right. I mean, look at Brandon Raybar. Whenever we play pickup, the guy makes <laughs> one three and he just good point. Good point. Jerry. Makes another 50. So um, <laughs> the man can shoot. Yeah, until until I come in and clamp that ass up. But mm-hmm. uh, but I, I think that's just really what it boils down to. I think that um, the rest of the offense at times was very stagnant, and he was just trying to he was trying to put us in a position to score. Um, and I think a lot of that too was him trying to get to the line. I felt like he, I mean, he shot a shit ton of free throws. What was it? Seventeen, 17. free throws. Yeah, seventeen free throws 17. tonight. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought. I thought he probably could have had really in reality, like 23, 24 free throws uh, on the night um, just on some missed calls. Cause I thought the ones that he got were, were valid. Um, but yeah, he, he just, it's it, he's just a really weird stretch of games, man. I, I think that's what I'm just going to boil it down to just a really weird stretch. And we're in the dog days of summer, you know, from an NBA season perspective where like we're almost yeah. all-star break. You know what I mean? We got what another two weeks, you know, of season, and then we go to the All Star break. Um, I mean, it's an entire month. We got four four weeks, but yeah. Is it the whole month of? I thought it was mid February. Whenever it's second week of February. Okay, okay, yeah. So just a couple more weeks of of basketball. So the game is on the eighteenth because we want to be the number one seed, or we want to be the number one seed by the fourth of February because that's two weeks before the game, so that Mark can get that. uh, can get the coach in the all time. Nice. I think uh, if Denver is the one seed, also that Malone yeah, if we're is the two seed, and Denver's yeah, Denver's yeah. the one seed because uh, Mike Malone coached last year, and you can't oh, nice. do it consecutive. Nice, did not know that. Um, pretty cool. Um, but yeah, dog days of summer, man. Like you can yeah. tell, kind of all the guys are kind of a little gas. They need this week long break. I mean, they they all need it. I think every NBA team needs it. But you know, being the homer that I am, we need it more than everybody else. Yeah, I hope I hope the NBA kind of you know looks at the scheduling because of the in season tournament and kind of does a better job with it because every se- every team is kind of like feeling that grind here yep. in January. 
Well, I just don't understand why they just don't add like another week at the beginning and another week at the end. Like, I just don't understand why they don't do it. Um, it just spreads out some of those back to backs because you're going to have back to backs in the NBA when you're yeah. playing 82 games. Like, that's you're understandable. Just, no. Yeah. But I mean, we, we're playing what seventeen games in thirty-one days this month. Like that yeah, is seventeen five back-to-backs. Like it's yeah, that and, is absolutely uh, terrible. Two stints of five games and seven nights, which is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hire Amazon Web Services at this point <laughs> to do your analytics and scheduling because whoever's doing it up there is like doing it on an Excel spreadsheet, like looking at it and not having anyone proofread it, and they just sign off on it. Um, Cause it's, yeah, it's, it's absolutely deplorable. And I say that for every team, it's, it's just not a good look for every team at all. Yep. I, yeah. I had a thought. Uh, it seemed like Shea came out swinging because of like Embiid's eruption last night. It's like, I'm going to get going yeah. quick. I'm going to start cooking right away. He had like 10, 10 uh, shot attempts in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it seemed like he was forcing the issue a lot early, but one thing, that I loved was that Dub had 20 attempts tonight and they let him operate a ton. We're going to need that. So you talked about throwing the kitchen sink at Shea. We need somebody else to facilitate the offense and someone that we can trust who's a legitimate threat, who has some gravity so that things don't break down and we can still, you know, facilitate, create for others um, just by virtue of like how our offense is set up. So them giving Dub some of that freedom to operate, especially in the crunch time in the fourth quarter, was just huge for us moving forward. We're going to have to have that. See, I would, I would love, I agree with that mostly, but like a, a game like tonight, right? We, the, I don't know. There was never, I, I could think of maybe like three plays where I was just like, oh man, that was awesome. And one of those being the J dub, you know, game winner, you know, would end up turning into the game winner. Um, we, we were just, the offense was so bad tonight. So I think whenever that happens, you're going to end up finding shots in silos like we did, you know, with dub and an SGA taking 44 shots between the two of them. Um, which I, I just don't think, I just don't think that's sustainable. Um, I'm hoping that this is a, an exception to the rule kind of game, uh, where we don't start seeing this as a trend. Um, because it's easy to shut down two players on, on a team when you're an NBA team. Like, it's easy to shut them down. Or mm-hmm. I'm not saying shut them down, but make life very hard for them. Uh, but here, here's the beautiful thing. Here's the beautiful thing is that we usually win by playing a beautiful brand of basketball. Yep. It's good to know that we can still win playing an ugly brand of basketball where our two stars have to volume shoot. And so I, I think that's what happened today. Yeah, no, that's why I'm saying, like, I agree with it. It goes back to my, like, I feel like a dirty whore still. Um, like You feel it, like that all the time, that your, Yeah, that's your normal <laughs> day-to-day, bro. But it's, the, it, it was The homeostasis. Yeah. There you go. 
And and I think yesterday or uh, not yesterday's, but the Wolves game was kind of the same type of game. You know, like yeah, that's why I mentioned it earlier. It's like it's just kind of feels crappy, but they're wins. Yeah, like you 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 figured it out and you shut them down. So credit. I do want to I do want to touch on because I think we had talked about this before with J Dub how we're like you know he's having the like before today and before Minnesota he was having wildly efficient games like 10 of 14, 11 of 14, stuff like that. And we were just like, what if he starts taking 20, 25 attempts? And unfortunately tonight, they we saw that. We saw that opportunity given to him. Um, but he just, you know, like it, it just was kind of a crappy game. He actually, uh, this just came out from Brandon Raybar um, about Jalen Williams' game winner. J-Dub was saying, uh, quote, I shot like trash. So it's nice that that's the shot that went in. Yep, which I think is a fair, fair, a fair summarization of he, of all he that. Lit- but he literally shot nine of twenty. Like, like that's how spoiled we are with with Dub and with SGA. Yeah, is that he's shooting forty eight percent. Most players in the NBA would love to shoot. You know, most wings would love to shoot forty eight percent consistently from the field. Yeah, that's totally. how spoiled we are with Dub. And I think, but I it think is a true. Lot of it, I think a lot of it tonight, his misses were just a little short like yeah. the whole game there was oh, not was one off. yeah he there was, was not off. one i don't think that just like went off the side of the rim or was just a very bad miss you know from like setting up your body and, and lining up it was just that short you know from yeah. going in um that and I think back to the fatigue thing too yeah oh and that's just where like it's like you you're absolutely right though alex we are spoiled boy we are we spoiled but I kind of like spoiled. it. You know what I mean? Like, if the Thunder, you know, we need that mentality. If if, if we want to call greatness. them my basketball sugar daddies, spoil me, baby. Um, <laughs> That's right. what I always say. Keep spoiling me. I always say that because um, I I'm I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Um, I do want to go back to to what Maddie was saying about shea coming out strong because of the Embiid thing that might be true but i also do think we had had this discussion after this the Embiid game um i think i think we kind of have to either uh anticipate that Embiid is going to win uh or he doesn't have the number of required games because i yeah i know we're we're all like shea for mvp and that's great but like he's having a great season man it's i, I mean it's tough yeah, it's tough to I compete mean, against that. If that's okay if too, by the way. SGA okay. finishes second to Embiid. I'm okay with that. That's like fine. Embiid yeah, I think that's season. I, I think that's fair too. I kind of don't want Shea to win it by, you know, disqualification. Yes, it would feel like, icky. It would feel icky. I, I don't want an asterisk next to that. Like he he's a good enough player that he deserves to win it outright, and and he will eventually, if not this and, year. I, I think so too, but like if he were to win, say by by asterisks, then like there's voter fatigue and they'd be like, well, like he'd almost get penalized Ooh, in the future. Good point. Potentially yeah. for that. And because I know how voters are, that's the whole reason why Jokic didn't win it last year. Um, right. So yeah. right. like at, I, having another MVP in OKC would be incredible or a third um, would, would be dope in the short time that we've had the team, but like not like that, man. Like it'd be, it'd be nice for him to win it outright. I completely disagree. 
I just completely disagree. And, well, and not, we're on not a podcast. Like a, Let's debate about yeah, it. Yeah, not, not like in a bad way, but like I think longevity and being on the court, you know, over 80% of the games is something that, that should be into being the most valuable player. Um, not the guy that, that, you know, puts up these rocket numbers all crazy willy-nilly and doesn't, can't even play 65 games. Um, it's not, I mean, I, I got in an argument with somebody about free throws, right? And I was just like, Embiid shoots the most free throw attempts a game. And he's like, yeah, but Shea has more free throws, um, uh, you know, in the league, like total volume. And I'm like, yeah, because he's played more games. This point blank period, that's the reason why. Yeah. Like, there's no other reason behind it, right? So, I yeah. like, where I think point per game and all that other stuff is cool, I also think it's complete bullshit, um, especially if you're not putting in and playing. Like I said, it, you, you get to play 66 games, bro. Like, you're you're a professional. You train for this your whole year. You get to have the best of the best of everything around you, and you still can't put that up. Um, I, I just that just sits with me wrong. I like the rule. I think it's justified. Um, and honestly, I just I fucking hate Joel Embiid. So what? Um, I hate him. Oh I hate him, dude. I hate his style of play. <laughs> Is he great? Absolutely. I hate his style of play, though. Um, <laughs> Jerry always surprises me, man. Yeah, I'm saying he's good, but I just don't like it. That's okay to say that. I don't like his style of play. It's it's fine. Um, And and I if 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 Shea wins because of an asterisk, fuck yes, let's go. Um, I cannot wait to be at the ceremony and cheering him on like a maniac. because regardless, you play 66 games and you do what he's done this year, um, especially with the jump up that this team has had year over year. Um, th- to me, as a voter, you would be absolutely remedial um, to not have him as your number one on your your ballot right now. Um, I think that you absolutely have to just because of a little bit of everything. That he's, I mean, the, the guy's leading the league in steals still. I think he's yeah yeah at five tonight. So, like, this is somebody that's really playing hard on both sides of the floor, taking pride on both sides of the floor, and and I'll just say it again: fuck Joel Embiid, like, fuck him. Good way to end it. Yeah, it's a great way to end it. Fuck him. Um, Yeah, I I do also want to real. I mean, we've talked about this a little bit, so I'll I'll wrap it up quick. But the the uh, I do think the Shea fatigue also is a big factor is because of how Shay a lot of times is assigned to the, the number one offensive guy. Um, I know we have like Kaysen and we have Dort as defensive specialists too, but uh, the fact that he's, he's has to play hard on both sides of the court. He doesn't get a break. Um, I mean that, that also has to wear on you. So I just want to make that, that point known to why his shooting and performance might be a little bit low. So, yep. Um, Anyway, let's let's transition. Um, we got a couple more, th- at least one more thing to talk about, maybe two. So um, we've planned for everybody um, uh, the All Star starter predictions. They are coming out this week, so we wanted to do it before they're released. Um, can everyone I, submitted can, their predictions? Can I do mine yes. real quick so I can head out? Uh, yes, I. Uh, so yes, just tell me them and I'll add them to because I have a graphic, but it'll take me too long. Okay, so, so... Just fire them away. 
All right, so the West, uh, SGA, Luka, KD, Jokic, LeBron. Okay, got it. Uh, for the East, Halliburton, uh, Maxi, Embiid, Ooh. Giannis, Tatum. I think that's the first Maxi we had. I okay. like it. All right, uh, I'll add those, and we'll put for everyone on the YouTube. We'll get the graphic up. Um, Alex, thank you for joining. Holy um, shit! Holy shit on the uh, on the Milwaukee Fire and their coach. That's yes. crazy. I, I need to know what happened, but we'll we'll have to figure that out another day. All right. All right. So down to us three. So uh, let me get the graphic up for the stream. It's gonna take me just a second. Um, and so you will get to see some of that. So there it is. Um, so everybody is in here. I just couldn't fit it all in one. So these are the ones that were submitted prior to the stream. And I'll include Alex's in in just a minute. Jerry, you can give yours live on the pod. Yeah. Uh, so you can kind of see a lot of the same thing. Uh, I think we all are in agreement. Shay and Luca are the one and two for the guards. There's some argument to be made that Steph is in there. We can maybe talk about it, but let's uh, kind of get everybody. Let's not and say we there. did. Fuck them. <laughs> we could also do that, to be honest. Um, just throw it in there. Um, and then what LeBron and Jokic, everyone had, um, I think for the most part, the only one that's really kind of a question right now is KD or Kawhi. Um, and I have cones down here too. He had KD's um, instead of Kawhi too. So I will put Alex's up right now. And then, uh, Jerry, why don't you tell me uh, who you got as your five? I got, so in the West, I got Shea, Luca. I'm going to have to go with Kawhi just because of the okay. record and kind of what they've been able to accomplish over the last, like, month and a half, uh, which is super impressive. Um, I'm taking LeBron out. Um, Whoa. Okay. The, this is a hot take, but, you hot know, take. I don't think. I like it. This is this is more of a legacy pick, I think, from the voters and just a lot of people, which I understand. Probably, um, yeah. which I, mean, I can't be mad about it. But um, I'm actually going to slide KD in there. Um, I think KD, okay. even minus his 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 team's performance, um, he's been KD and he's he's definitely handled business. Um, and then it has to be Jokic. I mean, he's he's yeah. hands down the best center probably ever so yeah um it's yeah it's definitely Jokic. and then it, the game lander that i hit tonight was absolutely just dumb um i don't know if anyone's seen that but I missed it um it was it was ridiculous it hit the ceiling and still went in um yeah so yeah th those are mine um i'm just I don't know about you guys. Like I've, I've been watching LeBron for like 20 years. I'm just, I'm over it already. Um, I am too. I agree. I would agree with you, Jerry, but I, when I was thinking about like what I think it's going to be, this is what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So that's why. Then, I, so I let me rephrase mine then. Mine is, this is what I hope it to be. Realistically, it's going to be LeBron and Katie in there. Uh, realistically, but this is my hope. Yeah. This is my pipe dream. Yeah. I think when I asked everybody, I just said their picks. I, I probably should have said what, you hope for because i think that's more interesting because everyone kind of is the same for starters um yeah. but that's fine um yeah i think for me um like the Kawhi versus kd if you're including the other four in there is kind of what you were saying jerry i think the clippers are having a great season um and i think you know that 
it's it that he deserves to be in there just because of the success they've been having. Um, yep. Katie's the Suns have been okay. Um, and they've like Katie's had some good moments, but um, he's just kind of was the odd man out there. Um, so yep. the only other guys, uh, unless anyone has any other ones they wanted to mention, um, in, in these lists, um, there was a couple others that I threw in here at the bottom in case people talked about him. So Curry, um, we'll say we talked about him and actually not. Yep. Uh, Deer and Fox, I saw on some lists, um, but I don't think he cracks Luca or Shea. That doesn't really not make even sense. close. Yep. Anthony Davis, I thought was an interesting one to slide in for LeBron. Um, because I, I mean, I haven't looked too deep in his numbers, but I think he's having like a better season than LeBron. So, um, which LeBron gets the legacy, yeah. but I think AD gets the, gets, I think deserves it from, you know, a, a basketball performance perspective. So, um, but nobody picked him and that's, you know, probably because I mean, it's not going to happen. 24.9 points, uh, 3.6 stocks, 3.7 assists, 12 rebounds. Um, doing it in 35 minutes a game. He's played in three more games now than LeBron. Like he's, he's having a pretty good season himself. Yeah. 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 I think, I think if it was who's the best five, this looks a little bit different. Um, and maybe next time what we'll do, uh, we might do this for the reserves. We might say who we want, mm -hmm. uh, in there before they pick them. I don't know. Does anyone know off the top of their head when they announce, uh, the reserves, um, cause I don't think it's the same time as the starters, if I remember correctly. So if that happens on the, the 28th puts us what on Saturday, Sunday, I think it happens. Uh, yeah. Friday. I think maybe. the reserves happen on that following Tuesday on TNT. I thought I could be mm, wrong. Okay. Okay. We might have to do that Friday then because yeah. our podcasts on Tuesday will be after that. So yeah, Friday, I think the plan will be, we will, do this for the reserves, but we'll make it like who we want just to spice it up a little bit. Yep. Um, so real quick, let's talk about the East, the Eastern conference. So starting off with chats, uh, he had Allie Mitchell, Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid. Uh, Steven Dolan had, uh, the same except swapped Mitchell for Dame. Same for Maddie Moles had the same five. Um, I tried to throw in a little bit of a twist instead of Dame or Mitchell. I've got Jalen Brunson in there. The same Holly. for Hallie, Tatum, Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid. I think Brunson just had a really good season. The Knicks have been really good. I think he kind of deserves a, a spot there. Um, I know Colin was talking like he's all NBA potential, which I believe Cone. He's he's a smart guy, so that makes sense. Um, and then Alex, I will include in a second. Uh, but Cone had. Ali, Mitchell, Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid. So, uh, Jerry, while I am pulling up Alex's, why don't you let me know who you who you got? Yeah, um, this is going to be kind of funny, but I know it's not going to happen. Um, no, no, I'm going to leave it. So, Halliburton, um, Donovan. Uh, Tatum has to be the guy. Yeah, I'm going to have to yeah. go with Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid. Um, mm -hmm. I really want to put Brunson time. in there, um, but if you just stack up Halliburton and him, he's still – Halliburton's just playing head and shoulders above these other guards. So um, especially that assist, like 
havoc week that he went on was absolutely ridiculous with like no turnovers. Um, but I put Mitchell in there. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I put Mitchell in there mostly because they've rattled off that team's rattled off like some pretty lengthy winning streaks this season. Um, I think they had like a mm-hmm. six, and now they're currently on an eight uh, game winning streak, which I think is pretty damn impressive. Um, so yeah, those are those will be mine. Those will be mine. Um, so just I just really quickly looked it up because I. I didn't have time to do it before, but uh, Mitchell's got 28, 6, and 5. He's shooting 46, 35, and 88. Um, Jalen is at 26 and a half, 6 and a half, and 4, shooting 47 and a half, 42, and 83. Um, so, I mean, pretty comparable numbers. I think Jalen kind of wins on shooting, but. Um, Mitchell's got the the better rebounding a little bit. So, um, yeah, I think, I think you can't go wrong with either one. And yeah, like you were saying, the Cavs, uh, are pretty hot right now. Um, yeah. which but so means, are the Knicks. Yeah. Like, but there's no, and, there's no loss in reality and all-star voting. That means absolutely nothing. Um, but I'm just trying to be a, uh, a factual NBA fan in this. Mm. Mm-hmm. We, you know, you don't have to be. That's okay. We, the, you, you just be you. You don't have to. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Those are those are words my dad you. never uttered to me. Oh man! All right. The the okay. question. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> like Halliburton. So he's averaging like twelve point six assists per game and uh, yeah, shooting forty percent from three. Like he's, yeah. You, you could call him a superstar kind of at this point. I mean, Indiana, he is the reason why they went in and, and made the move for Siakam. Yep. Um, because, like, they, they're trying to maximize that time that they have with him. A, a question that I think would be interesting to visit some other time is, do the Kings really, like, are they happy with the trade, trading Halliburton for Sabonis? Like, initially, yeah, I, I would have said no, yes. Right? But like with his trajectory, man, like he's <sighs> he's incredible. Um, with These with how wild, he's yeah. just he's insane. So, um, I and like it's not it's not like there is a legitimate or hasn't been a legitimate co-star for him. He's he's gotten a lot of attention and he's still just consistently. Uh, putting up numbers that that win share is pretty damn good um, for him too. So, Five point six. That's nuts. Well, I think um, with the with the Kings, man. You know, since you're talking about it, I mean, the, their fatal mistake is holding on to Harrison Barnes as long as they have. Um, that's their biggest mistake. Like that should have been Harrison Barnes and the Pacers, uh, not Tyrese Halliburton, um, and sending more out to get Sabonis. Um, because yeah, that was that was a dumb move, dumb move by them, but it's a typical Kings move. It is a very Kings move. Um, yeah, I mean, Alex had Maxi. I thought that was kind of an interesting one. I think he's the front runner for uh, most improved player this year. Um, I, let me get his stats real quick. Um, twenty eight or sorry, twenty six, six and a half assists, shooting forty five and thirty eight from deep. Um, 
I mean, he's on, you know, a team with Embiid, which helps. But, I mean, he's he's taken a big jump this year. It's it's tough to get him to crack those three of, like, Halley, Mitchell, and uh, Brunson, though. Just because there's only two, you know. There's only two yeah. that can get there for the starters. Wow. He's definitely an all-star. I mean, that's obvious. But, oh, he's a reserve all the way. Um, like, he's, yeah, yeah. he's, uh, he's just, making it. It's just he's not quite uh, – He's just not quite there, in my opinion. But, you know, yeah. I, I could also see an argument for it. So, yeah. Um, he also has 5.6 win shares. Look at that. Um, so, uh, going back real quick, um, a couple other guys I just put down here because um, I saw some articles about them. Uh, Trey Young was in there. Nope. He got the starter role at one point. Um, not this year. Hawks nope. stink. Been bad. Uh, I saw Bam and Scotty. I don't really get the Scotty Barnes one. Um, it's the Toronto media. I mean, that's all. Look at his. He's had a good year, though. Yeah, let's take like, a look at his stats. Let me see. That's a thing. So he's uh, at twenty. Is that twenty-eight and or twenty-six and eight? Shooting better this year. Thirty-six percent from deep. Forty-eight. From and look the field. at his. And look at his defensive stats too. Um, he's, let's see, I'm I'm not as good at using uh, this as the NBA.com. Um, probably should have done that. Yeah, you definitely should have. Trying to be fancy I'm, on basketball. Oh, I'm tanking. I'm tanking right now. Oh man, Can you see those? There, 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 there. Yeah, there, there. he's got one point six and one point three. There, so we he's go. averaging two two point nine stocks a game. That's pretty damn good. Um, yeah, for him anchoring true. that team. At one point nine last year, I get it. <laughs> it's um, he deserves to be in the conversation. He's certainly an all star level talent. Um, it's just there, who who would he replace? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you it's hard to replace. Like you can't get rid of him, Embiid or Giannis. I don't think. Like I or, just don't see how you do that. Right, and then it yeah. comes down to Tatum, who's like on the best team in the NBA uh, and the star by far so it's like yeah how do you how do you do that yeah but yeah. um anyway the it's also the other one from the celtics jalen brown was on there but i think that's uh i think that's probably just because he's on the celtics he he's also had a good season i i feel like i again i'm not as familiar with other non oklahoma city thunder players but he's 23 oh, oh thank you 23 3.6 assists 5.2 rebounds uh Kind of shooting about the same yeah. as last year. I think he's actually having a um, down year compared to some other years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's shooting a little bit better from three, it looks like. Um, about the same from the field, though. Yeah. Um, about the same defensive stats. So, yeah. But yeah, he's down from 26 to 23 points again. Yeah. All so, that money weighing him down. Yeah. My money, yeah. So, um, so from our options here in the East, were there any other things that... I mean, we didn't really talk about Dame that much. He's kind of in the um, that other spot. I also don't like this. Was the other thing I don't like having two guys from the same team in the starters. Me neither. I don't know. I, think, I just I don't, don't think like it should that. happen. I don't think yeah. it should happen at all. I think uh, that was the reason I actually went against Maxi. Now that I think about it, yeah, because I wanted I, I didn't want Damon Giannis or Maxi and Embiid. There needs to be some nuance there. Now they can be reserves all day, but not starters. Yeah, mix it up. Um. All right, was there anything else in here? I mean, so during their heyday, like Curry and KD wouldn't be worthy of starting, 
that's a tough ask. No, no, I, to I say I, that two of the top five players in the NBA shouldn't be starters. Oh, and I'm not. I'm not game. saying that 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 yeah, Curry is that it shouldn't yeah. happen. But I just I don't like it. You know what I mean? Okay. That's two different things to me, at least. Like at that point in time, absolutely. You know that that should happen. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's coming from a Warriors fan base that used to get Zaja. Pachulia in the fucking all-star game too. So I don't take a lot of, uh, take a lot of weight with that. I mean, we need to have four OKC starters next year. That would be um, cool. Probably not happening. Yeah. When, I, when we I, do the I, trade, would, I would like to bring in KD. All-stars, so. though. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not going down this road. Not, not this late. In the pod. <laughs> not tonight. Not tonight. It's too late. Maybe on a Friday pod. I can yeah. stay up a little more. All right. Um, so there was one other thing I wanted to bring up um, real quick because this happened uh, a few days ago on, on my end. And uh, let me pull it up for you guys. If you're on Twitter, you probably oh. saw this. <laughs> Does it have anything to do with the amount of first round picks given? Maybe. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, on a, like three days ago, four days ago, I, oh, this was Saturday afternoon. I remember this. And I was just like, let's just throw in Trey Machine some stuff. And I sent this and I was just like, hey, just hear me out. Just hear me out. And uh, the trade was the Thunder get Cameron Johnson, who I, I, w- I want to be. You've been wanting him since he came I want him North more Carolina. now. Yeah. I okay. want him more now. I think he fits a lot of things. Um, not all of them, but some of them. And the package for Cam was Bertans, Jang, Trey Mann, and three first-round picks. Now, I I don't know if you guys see this at the bottom. This got so many views that I never... I 250,000 people looking at this is insane to me. And the fact that it has like, I don't know how many quote tweets, like 80 something out of there. So many people out of all the branches of the internet came out and were like, uh, why would you give up three picks for Cam Johnson? That's such an overpay. That's such an overpay. And I don't know how many times I had to say this, but it's like, yeah, it's an overpay. It's an overpay. If you don't want Cam Johnson, then this you don't want this trade. I want Cam Johnson. The Nets have reported that Dorian Finney-Smith is two first-round picks, which is also an overpay. But if that's what they're saying, Posture. they're going to want three. It, maybe. That's true. There's their argument there. Yeah. But the point is that maybe if that's what they said, then Cam is worth three because he's better than DFS. So I I don't know. It was baffling to me. And I think I said it down here, so I guess I could just say it. Like, yeah, basically what I just said there. Um, the, I don't, I don't know to me, if you hate this trade and you want to hate me for it, fine, but I think it's a pretty fair trade. And the reason I know it's a fair trade too, is because I had people on both Oklahoma city and Brooklyn saying they would do this deal. Yeah. That's like, that's to me, like a pretty good indicator that this could actually be a package we could send and it would work. Yeah, well, so. let me let me just comment on this. Out of those two hundred forty six thousand views, um, probably about sixty three and a half percent are from porn bots because that's all that likes my tweets nowadays. 
Um, That's true. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot of porn bots in those views. I'm totally there's kidding. There's a lot. Um, but yeah, no, lot, I, ab though. I absolutely agree though. There's, I mean, if you want him that bad, go do it. I, I don't think he fills the void. Um, I think Definitely we have, all. you're right. Yeah. I, I think we already have those players that already kind of fit in seamlessly. And, um, I, I yeah, I'm just, Cam Johnson is a, uh, great scorer, but he's, he's super ball heavy. Um, and these are from the games that I've got to watch. So I could be completely wrong. Um, seems like he just sits on the outside, waits for the ball to be passed to him, dribbles the air out of the ball and chunks oh, up sure. a lot of shots and makes them. So, um, but I, I like the deal. I'm not that mad about it. You know, like, mm -hmm. is it an overpay? Sure. A little bit, but to your point, like if they wanted two for DFS, then this yeah. makes sense too. You that, know, I, I that's the argument. I want to be clear. I don't want to give up three. Like if we can give up less, great. Sure. Which also was, which was also so funny because it was like, dude, just give up one pick. And it was like, yeah, no shit, dude. Like if we could <laughs> give up one pick, I'd do that. I don't think yeah. we're going to get, I don't think that's going to, Brooklyn's not going to do that. That's and why I, I mean, made it three. Unless they want Darius Baisley times two all over again. Um, I don't see that easy, that either. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, and I'm talking about ooze and anyway, I just so. wanted to bring that up because I, yeah, it was a, that was a crazy. I was, I but was we needed to, at how many people hated it. We need to have a conversation though. We better deal Bertans before this trade deadline. Yeah, it, I, I don't I care don't if it's for cash value. Yeah, yeah, that we've got to have something yeah. of worth that can get in there. Yeah, I mean, in 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 to watch Trey maybe get another shot somewhere else. Like, please just trade Trey already. Like I'm so sick of him. I need him on to the ball bench. out, dude. Um, yeah. Do I think he's a traffic cone on defense? Yes. But I, I think in the right system, he would, he, he would play well. We just, we focus so much on man to man defense and our switches. Um, if he had a coach that liked to run more zones or something like that, he could definitely be successful. The yeah. jazz tonight almost lost by 30 to the Pelicans on the road. Nice. Like, Oh wow. We need them. We need them to like it's it's kind of threading the needle a little because we want the pick to convey. Um right. but like if they are still competitive, then they're less likely to make a trade. And there are two players on that roster that I'm super interested in in Kelly Olenek, and then obviously Laurie mm -hmm. Markinen. So you talk about a guy that fits who's you know not ball dominant, like Laurie Markinen, I think leads the NBA in catch and shoot threes. Uh, efficiency yeah, yeah. so yeah. like it doesn't get more perfect than that a seven footer that hangs out and gets to eat up all the open shots and everything so like that's great uh if if somebody said four or five first round picks like that package for marketing with four first rounders do you do it do you do it for five absolutely uh, you do yeah absolutely I mean, yeah is that an for overpay both. like yeah no so, it's not at all i mean it, nine no, rebounds not, too but it, i love that so much yeah i just mm -hmm. don't you're, you're gonna have to give up one of the trio you know on our end even get in the room with that conversation um i mean oh, unless really. a third team jumps in you know we send them some other draft capital off to the side to kind of make it work but i just don't see it because the names that we've been hearing so far on the trade block are literally a bunch of Kuzma, 
No, yeah, like a, just a just a bunch of fillers. Yeah. You know what I mean? On a team, they're yeah. not somebody that's yeah. just like, oh my, it's not it's not a Dame Lillard. It's not a I, I don't even know what else. You know, there, there's just not a lot of it. So, um, yeah, I, I I wish. I mean, that's cool. That's that's cool hope. But well, if they the thing is, if they lose some more games over the next you know week and a half, right before the deadline, the odds go up and, a little bit. Yeah. Do they though? Do I they? think so, right? They're I mean, because then they're in this middle middle of the road, like yeah. But their their window. I mean, if if we're being honest about the Jazz right now, I mean, they literally cracked this window open two seasons ago. You know what I mean? This this tank mode that they've been kind of in two seasons mm-hmm. ago. Um, well, two and a half, I think. But still, like, they're they're still kind of early in this. They not everybody can be the Thunder. Um, you know, as far as drafting and, and being that good at it and getting the right guys together. Um, but yeah, I, I still think they have time, you know, even if it is like one more year. Cause didn't he, didn't he sign an extension already? Marketing. Mm. Yeah. Isn't he like on a three or four year? I thought. I think Let's he's got see. two years left. Is it two now? Now next season. He signed a four year uh ends in 24 25 partially okay. guaranteed so he's got, yeah he's got this year and next year so if they're yeah. if they're doing the same crap you know and they don't get that draft you know that they that they hit on um because i honestly think that that team the roster that it is is not that bad i think that they just have a very young coach who doesn't know his head from his ass yet um and they just don't have a bench um, I, th- I think that mm-hmm. they could, I think they can make a lot more noise because um, that starting five is very tough. I mean, we saw that that three two zone that they ran against a couple games ago was absolutely destroying us. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we came out the W still, but they made us work for every freaking bucket that we got. So yeah, um, it was a good game. Yeah, so no, I, I I think that they they hold off this season. They try to reload, see where they're at, recalibrate and see where they're at next trade deadline and then it's expiring i mean you're, you're gonna have a lot of big market teams that are gonna be in the hunt you know i i, I think that the heat are almost there i think that um um heat don't have flexibility anymore with what they did trading for uh the, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you're not wrong there Jerry. i mean i yep. think the knicks could make a couple more moves um you know, and, and get there. Um, yeah. Nick's make a lot of sense. Yeah. I if think, they, if they don't extend OG, well, it, extend OG there. Yeah. It's a catch 22, but um, I mean, if you, if you, if I'm a GM and I'm like, all right, I can have Mark in or I can have OG. I'm taking Mark in every single time. Um, and it's not even a question. It's just the diversity yeah. of what he can do on the floor. Um, so, yeah. I mean that's cool. The Kelly Olenek thing. I'm sorry, y'all. It makes me want to fucking puke. Um, it makes sense, but it makes me just want to puke. Like I hate his stupid headband. I, he's a he's a do you, he's a gr- he's a weird looking guy. Yeah. Why just, do you hate anybody with long hair? No. Like, why are you? It's not like, like you have you have an you have an anti giddy hair uh, agenda as well. Cause I think, yeah. I think that impacts so his cut your hair. Yeah. I think that cut impacts his defense. Um, and if it, if you look at it, mm. it looks like he just got a fresh cut not too long ago. So giddy, if you're listening, cut that shit a little bit shorter. 
Uh, <laughs> it's never, um, too, it's never enough, but no, I, I just, I think, I think Olenek is a shell of himself from some of those other teams that he was on where he looked really freaking good. Um, mm-hmm. And that could definitely be, it can absolutely be because the teams that he's been on recently have been absolute, you know, garbage juice. Right. So garbage juice. It, yeah. it could be, Hey, you throw him on this team. He kind of plays to this level again. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm not like excited about it. I'm and to be frank with everybody. I'm not excited about any trade um, right now. I'm That's just, fa- I, that we might just do that too. I think yeah. I think not trading anybody is like one of the top options in terms of probability. Well, which isn't fun. I've I've but. I have this and I've been barking this since the whole rebounding thing came up. And then you start diving into the turnover numbers. We are sacrificing some rebounds every so often in the hopes that our turnover ratio is going to be that much higher. Tonight was not the night to stack that up against because we played like no, but, but um, for the most part, I mean, our turnover differential is like, we lead the league. I think it's almost, yeah, I think it's like almost 18 or 16. Yeah. I looked it up a couple weeks ago. We were the, I I don't know what the percentages are, but we're the number one team in uh, forcing turnovers and the number one team in not, giving up turnovers on offense. So that, I'll, let me double check. And then we're like number two in deflections okay, so, or top five in deflections. Like, So per cleaning the glass, we are 12.1% turnovers on offense. Uh, that's the second best now. Philadelphia's uh, passed us 11 and 11.8. And then on defense, we are still the number one team. Uh, 15.9% turnovers forced on defense. Um, so yeah, we are clearly the best turnover differential team. Yeah. No question about it. And I think that we're just going to run with that. I think the speed and the youth can outweigh some of those funny balls. And, and I think by the time we get to the playoffs, it's not fully there yet. You've seen a little bit of improvement as of late. Um, And I'm not going to say it's been consistent because it's not been, but um, I, I wholeheartedly believe that rebounding is a, is a team sport. Um, everybody has to put a body on somebody and you have to have one guy that is just, and it's usually, it should be the guy that shot the ball. That's watching the ball go and you follow the ball um, mm-hmm. one way or another. And we just, we haven't been doing that well for most of the season. Um, it's kind of just throw a body on somebody and, Oh, it bounced over our head or yeah. oh, it went, you know, um, a completely different direction than what we were expecting to. So, so the offensive, the offensive rebounding, uh, I have pulled up here too. So I want to mention it because we're in the exact opposite end, as yep. you mentioned, uh, 28th in the league in the percentage of uh, team, our team's own misses that we rebound. We only rebound 23.7% of our own misses. Uh, and then on the other end, uh, defenses, uh, or well, sorry, when we're on defense, the number of uh, opponents' misses that they rebound is 31.3%. So almost a third. Uh, quick trivia. Who is the worst team in both categories? Because it is one team. 30th in both 
offensive rebound on the offensive end and allowing offensive rebounds on the defensive end. Charlotte? It's got to be... No. It's got it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, it is a team in the East. Yeah. But I won't say if it's, it's Charlotte or not. No, think. it's got to be the Pistons, man. It's got to be the Pistons. It is the Washington Wizards. That was going to be my next choice. Okay. They are dead last in both categories uh, by quite a bit. Um, there's like a almost a 2% gap in offensive rebounding on the offensive end and about a 1% gap uh, between us and Washington on the defensive end. They are very bad. Yeah. But they... we're also bad, so we're right with them. I'll say, I'll say this, like, as far as like the no trade thing, we have money and and roster spots that are gonna go away soon in Bertans and we're not using man and Poku's gonna be gone. Poku's out. Yeah. Like that is a good chunk of salary that we could take on a highly useful player to add into our rotation. And like if if it costs us some capital to attach to that then I think Presti, like, that's why we've spent so long trying to, you know, acquire as much capital as possible. Like, in two years, we're not going to have the ability to add a player with that kind of a slot, like a, a salary slot. So even having a good, effective player at $25, 26000000 million a year, like what a, a Cam Johnson would be, could be, like, that could be great for the now. And then if we do go big game hunting later, that could also like slide right in, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's not like we would lose that ability, but we're turning that, that space into somebody that Mark can use. I mean, so I don't disagree with that point whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like you can't argue that at all. I, I, I think where my hesitancy comes from is there's really not a lot of guys that I'm just like, Ooh, we can, you know, pluck this guy, plug him in, and he's ready to go to fit this team. Um, like, you know, we've heard the Daniel Gaffords, you know what I mean? And then you hear that stat that that tyranny just popped off, and it's just like, well, hell, if he was that good, you know what I mean? What the hell are they doing right. at the bottom? Yeah. They're, they're, they're kind of a long team. Like, they're not a short team by any means. Like, that's, that's a pretty tall team um, from their starters. Um, I mean, there's just there's just not a lot that freaking excites me right now. You know what I mean? Like the Cam Johnson one, I think out of all of them, re in reality, that's the only one that makes quote unquote sense. You know, for both sides, um, especially since it looks like Brooklyn is ready to to tear it all down after you know the breaking up, breaking down that yeah. team. What? They, they broke down the same exact team that they have right now. <laughs> but they, yeah, but they can't though. Houston owns their future, so they can't yeah. go all the way. They can't take no, I all know. the way. Yeah. It's it's not looking good for that. Yeah. So if they need games. something, I mean, they, they want to get it from us, and that makes sense. But um, that's like the only one that makes sense. And I think if, I think it was Gallagher that was on, and he said, you know, it's very seldom where you make a trade midseason, right? And it just kind of works, you know what I mean, for everybody involved. It's It's very seldom. Now, granted, I think we were on the subject of stars, you know, mostly. Um, but at one point in time, I mean, it, it definitely looked like Cam Johnson was going to be that guy, 
for the Nets. You know what I mean? What did he drop like 40, like he, 20 games in a row? It felt like. Yeah, um, that he peaked at like the perfect time because he got all his money. And then it was like he kind of fell back to earth a little yeah. bit. No, but I um, I don't disagree with you at all, Maddie, on that part. Like if we're if we are gonna do it, let's do it. I just I just don't want to waste it on something stupid. And let's be real, like our our history at those midseason trades, um it's not great. Yeah. It's not that great. We haven't uh, been in this position though. You're you're and, not wrong. <laughs> and and the thing is, like we we had so many other holes that we were just trying to cover with whatever. We have one glaring weakness on our team, but we have an ability like getting somebody of use of significant use with that, with that money gives us a margin for error in the other places that we are strong. Cause we've been healthy. We've been very healthy and I'm knocking on wood, like knock on wood. The, the, yes, the yeah. season doesn't go that way all the time, especially in the playoffs. So like, we don't know what our margin for error is in the areas of our strengths. Um, we just know our one glaring weakness. And so like, maybe we just get stronger where we're strong and actually bring players in that are useful with that, with that money allocation. Bogdanovich from Atlanta would be incredible to add into our rotation. Uh-uh. You say, uh-uh, I'm talking Atlanta Bogdan, not Detroit. No, I know. And uh-uh. like, so that dude, that dude is streakier than a kid learning to potty train. Um, <laughs> there's shit stains all in his underwear. Um, uh, uh... Yeah, yeah, he's he's good. good. He's he, good. He, play, he plays great against us somehow, but so I'd rather have somebody like, yeah. I mean, sure, but I'm just Kim saying something because because yeah. Bertons, Trey Mann, and Poku aren't giving us anything. No, no, and that's and, not an indictment on any of those guys. It's just they're not. Yeah. So yeah, give me somebody else to ro- rotate in. Yeah, you're not wrong there. You're not wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of options. Um, I think what we might do Friday. Um, since the trade deadline, you know, we're getting there. Um, it's looming. It's looming. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what we might do, because um, we talked about a lot of it, more than I thought we were going to do tonight, but um, maybe we'll, we'll uh, whoever is going to be on that stream Friday, we can bring like three guys that we like, um, that we haven't really mentioned recently. Um, so I won't bring Cam, um, but I'll bring some other guys. Um, maybe we can do a little more of a deep dive. So uh, before we wrap this up, um, we will, we may be having a emergency like win YouTube bonus stream if we have a crazy game tomorrow against the Spurs. But for now, we're planning on just doing the normal Tuesday and Friday. Uh, so we will not most likely be here together for that game. So I wanted to get everyone's thoughts on um, that game in San Antonio. We're flying down there probably like right now ish, maybe in the next couple hours. Um, and it's Chet versus Wemby part two. Uh, so um, I I think we all are in agreement. I mean, the Spurs, I will say, have been playing a little bit better recently. Um, they did just give up 70 to Embiid. Um, so there's that. But I mean, they're, the offense against Philadelphia looked pretty good. So I don't think it's going to be an easy game, especially now that we saw what happened in Portland tonight. But I'll still say it's a dub. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a thirteen point win. Yo, if we fucking lose because you said that, we make predictions all the time. Why yeah. is that? 
Why is you got my... really you got really specific? I was just trying to make it more interesting, so we don't just say win and loss. Say how much you win by or lose by. You know, we, we win by one point. Well, the the Thunder sp- opened spirit. up as seven and a half point favorites, and it's down to six and a half. So take that as as you will. Yeah, that has yeah. to be because of the reaction to the game tonight, though. I would assume part of it. Yeah, it should be. Um, and then the unless something else happened, I didn't know about. Well, yeah, but I mean, feel back like to back traveling. All that good yeah. stuff. So Vegas isn't that smart. They probably don't even look at the schedule. They just open it up. Yeah. They go to ESPN definitely. app. They just go guess. to scores, hit the next day, and they're like, oh, yeah. Yep. They're just, they all get paid millions of dollars and they just sort of are like, oh, no, five, five yeah. point spread, call it a day. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we got that game. And then Friday, we are back to the Wolves or no, Pelicans. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong week. Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, that this four game stretch of like it's the Blazers, the Spurs, and then the Pelicans, and then the Pistons. It's like three awful teams, and then like one team kind of snuck in there in the middle. That's like this on could the road, be a little bit of a challenge. And I mean, on the road, they, they are the fifth seed, so they're only four and a they, half games back, so they're not too too bad. That's I'm that's a scheduled loss in my book. Yeah, I, it's I think we don't play the Pelicans very well. I mean, like Herb Jones and um. Uh, who's the other guy I'm thinking of? Um, Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy, yeah. Trey Murphy. The Brandon third. Ingram usually um, gives us the business. Those those Zion's two, I feel like, two. always have games. Yeah. Zion will be active, most likely. Who knows? Hopefully um, he gets food poisoning from some jambalaya, and uh, he is unable <laughs> never to know. play that game. That'll be, he eats a yeah. king cake and swallows the baby. Like There you go. That's even better. Um, on the table. Like it's yeah. on the table. Um, so yeah, we will be back Friday after that game. So yeah, I think I'm with Maddie. I think we go one and one before we, we meet again. Spurs win Pelicans. I'll say we lose by, uh, six. See, I call it that. I think we go two and zero oh cause we actually show up for the Pelicans. I like it. I like the positivity. Yeah. Positivity right. porcupine. He's back. Positivity baby. porcupine. That's He's a back. call back. Yeah. What a call back. back. Just wait. Oh my god. I have them in the vault. A lot of you don't even know what that is. Yep. All right. Well, good stuff, guys. A great like hour 30 almost of content. Um, I also want to shout out the like we have had the most concurrent viewers on YouTube by far, and it's like consistent. We're at like 20 to 30, which it doesn't seem like a lot for you know people who are pros, but we usually are not even like cracking double digits a lot of times. So I'm very like I just want to shout out people who are on. Yeah. Or I I want to shout out people who are in the live stream right now. That's, that's awesome. We're just continuing to go up. Uh, Our Alex Spears interview did really, really, really well. Um, So thank you to everyone who watched that. Hey hey viewers Um, that are live right now. I love you guys. And I hope you're doing well. We love you. We (laughs) hope you're doing well. We're up to 40 now. We just now hit our like most, I think that was our top one and we're about to end the stream. I don't oh know how people just died in an hour and a half with us. I have crazy. a midterm I got to get done. Oh, because well, I'm a 39, almost 39 year old junior in college. Nice. Because I'm a slacker. Nice. It's fine. You know, we've all been there. All right, boys. We're going to end it there. So thank you all who joined live. We appreciate you. Thank you all for listening um, afterwards on YouTube or on the pod. If you are uh, watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Please like. Um, we need to start getting the comments a little better. So I want to start uh, thinking of things to ask them to put in the comments. 
Um, and so what I'll do for this one, and maybe you guys have a better idea, but I'm thinking uh, if you get to this part of the video, uh, comment down below um, what your top trade target is for the Oklahoma City Thunder. How about that? Um, and then we'll, maybe we'll read them next time. Nice. I'll think of something better. I'll think of something better for the next podcast, something more creative. Uh, but if you got to this part, leave a comment down below. It helps with the algorithm. So you're helping us. Um, all right. Well, with that said, thank you all for listening. Hoop when you can. God bless. And as always, Thunder Up. Thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.